Hello again, everyone. We're like the Phoenix Rising this week, bringing you another episode of Random Song Encounters. I'm your host, Gene Vincent. And yes, we did survive this tropical storm known as Hurricane Hillary. And we're here for you again this week, just like the Postal Service. Neither snow, nor rain, nor heat, nor gloom of night will stay your host from the completion of this podcast in a timely manner. So, uh, this week we're coming to you live from the uh, so-called desert Stormwatch Central. Hurricane Hillary hit us hard, but not hard enough to keep us away from you. Uh, It came in like a lion, out like a lamb, and so we're ready to get rolling. Uh, Let's kick off episode five, segment one, and oh well.
have segment one. Uh, and we started off with Oh Well, part one by Fleetwood Mac. And yes, there was a Fleetwood Mac before Stevie Nicks and Lindsey Buckingham were part of the group and they went on their power pop parade uh, in the 70s and beyond. Uh, this is uh, way back in 1969 uh, with what I call the Peter Green era uh, where the group played more blues folk, psych rock type of music. Uh, it's from their 69 album called Then Play On uh, on Reprise Records. Uh, it included the, the group at the time was uh, uh, Peter Green, Danny Kerwin, and then John McVie and Mick Fleetwood uh, for the Fleet, uh, made up the Fleetwood Mac name. Um, the song started out as a single, not on the album, then play on, but then uh, they decided to re-release the album uh, a second time in 69 because of, of some poor sales, and they substituted, uh, the, they substituted oh well for one of the other tracks, and I think they swapped one other track out as well. Re-released it and went on to be uh, uh, a great seller for the, for the band. Uh, secondly, we heard uh, Mass Romantic by the new pornographers out of uh, Canada. Not to be confused with the old pornographers, by the way. Uh, this is from their 2000 debut album, Mass Romantic, same, same title on Mint Records. Um, this is kind of a Canadian uh, supergroup, if you want to call it that. Uh, it's a, some members who, who got together to uh, do this side project and it was going to just, you know, something to fill in while they were working on other bands, but it, it was so popular that they stuck with it and they cont continued to record to this date. Uh, the most known, notable member of the band, at least in the U.S., uh, being alt-country crooner Nico Case, uh, unfortunately, her, her she's also known for being banned for life from the Grand Old Opry uh, for taking her shirt off at an outdoor Opry Plaza event. Um, she complained it was super hot and she was getting heat stroke and she took off her shirt, but other people think it was a, something she staged as a women's rights type of uh, thing. But anyway, she was banned for life, uh, and she's still banned, and she hopes to get back in uh, Good graces uh, one day. Super Bon Bon, we heard third by Soul Coughing from their 1996 album Irresistible Bliss, uh, their second LP on Slash Warner Records. Uh, the frontman and vocal guitarist Mike Doty uh, describes their record as like deep slacker jazz type of music. Uh, they unfortunately they broke up after I think three LPs in the, in the year 2000. But uh, just love that song. Every time I hear it, it, it I just want to hear it over and over again. Uh, it's supposedly about uh, someone trying to climb the corporate ladder, and you know the, the first verse talking about move upside and let the man go through, so on and so forth. And lastly, we heard a little ballad from Dave Clark Five. Uh, one of the few ballads they released early on in their their career. This is back from 1964, album called American Tour. It's on, on Epic Records in the U.S. It was their third LP, and uh, they originally uh, were told they should release another up-tempo 
uh, record as their as a single, uh, but they fought the record company uh, to release as as a ballad, uh, and it was hugely successful for successful for the group. Uh, the group itself is, is surprisingly uh, during the British invasion uh, were the second band as part of the British invasion to appear on the Ed Sullivan Show after the Beatles. So and they ended up appearing uh, two weeks in a row uh, during that period, and they uh, appeared on Ed Sullivan Show a total of like 18 times. Uh, the only groups that appeared uh, on a more regular basis during a, during a week were the Beatles, who appeared three times during one week in February of I think 1964. So uh, great accomplishment by by the group. So uh, with that, let's uh, see what uh, holds for us in uh, segment two and go from there. I think someone's got a souvenir from London that they don't want to talk about.
there we have it. Segment two. Down and out. We started back in from the beginning there with the souvenir of London. You know, there's a lot of it about <laughs> by Procol Harum from their 1973 album, Grand Hotel on Chrysalis. Uh, it was their sixth uh, LP. Uh, the record, of course, was banned by the BBC over in the UK for its reference to uh, venereal <laughs> disease. But uh, still, an awesome song, really cheeky, really fun, written by uh, their frontman, Gary Booker, and Keith Reed, who's uh, a non-musician uh, in the band who uh, contributes uh, lyrics uh, for all the uh, songs that are written. Secondly, we went to 1986 and Concrete Blonde, their first single uh, ever released, and then be, which then became uh, part of their debut album, also called Concrete Blonde, still in Hollywood. Uh, the story is that the group got their name from Michael Stipe, the front man from R.E.M., and he made the suggestion because of the contrast between the type of music, the hard rock music, and the... Uh, uh, introspective type of lyrics uh, that Jonette Napolitano uh, tends to write. Uh, she's the, she writes most of the songs, uh, played, originally play, played bass for the band, but then uh, uh, became their vocalist uh, and they hired another bass player so that she can concentrate on, on just doing vocals and writing the music. Um, from there we went to Hey Now by London Grammar from their 2013 debut, If You Wait, on Metal and Dust Records and then also a Ministry of Sound. Uh, this group is all about, you know, uh, kind of a shoegaze type of sound, uh, you know, trip-hop-ish. Uh, it's all about Hannah Reed and her vocals. Uh, she's been described as, you know, kind of a similar vocalist to Florence Welsh from Florence and the Machine, Annie Lennox from Eurythmics. Uh, her voice is just kind of otherworldly and, and just that deep, uh, smoky voice that, you know, at least for me, I could listen to that. You know, she could sing, you know, the, the back of a, a cereal box and I'd listen to it just based, you know, just to listening to her voice. Uh, last we heard in that segment, Dogs of Lust by The The, which is uh, Matt Johnson's uh, project. Uh, he's... Uh, uh, basically, the front man plays most of the plays a lot of the instrumentation, writes all the songs, and then he has a band uh, that plays along with him uh, to record, and then also on tour. Uh, this is off their 1993 album *Dusk*. Uh, their for his fourth LP. Uh, this is another band that uh, Johnny Marr was a part of. Uh, he joined the band along with some a couple other folks. Uh, at one point in time, they, uh, for four or five years, they had a, a a real band that Matt Johnson surrounded himself with to write and perform. Uh, and Johnny Marr, of course, uh, left uh, right after I think this this uh, album was recorded. And so, oh, just in case you're wondering, this week's episode is provided by your friendly neighborhood engineers who pick up your trash on a weekly basis. Today happens to be trash day out here in the beautiful SoCal desert. And, you know, I just had to uh, 
invite them to participate and give us their input on what this um, soundtrack for this week should look like. There are three or four different trucks that come by, so you get a little flavor uh, of uh, differential in music. But in any case, this is dedicated to our uh, refuse engineers for the week. Let's go to segment three and close this thing out and start out with something by Lush.
Oh, 
All right. There we have segment three to close out this week's episode of Random Song Encounters. Let's work ourselves backwards with that, on that one. Uh, we finished there with Trap by The Cure from their 1996 album Wild Mood Swings on Fiction Records. It was their 10th LP. Um, Robert Smith and the band put out a great album there, great song. Uh, it said that they were just looking at this point after nine LPs. They just wanted to make a fun record, uh, something a little bit of a departure from the from the goth, you know, gloom and doom kind of stuff that they had put out prior, uh, more fun songs. But apparently the fan, fans uh, ruled and uh, they di didn't really want to, you know, want a departure. They want to continue the gloom and doom and the goth. And uh, the record sales didn't go that well for this particular record, although it's got some great tunes on it. Uh, you just have to be able to... Uh, you know, hey, give them some kudos for uh, trying to uh, do something a little different. Prior to that, we heard a kind of a collaboration band. Uh, the name of the tune was Need a Friend by Elvi, which is supposed to be the Elvis plural. It's E-L-V-Y. Uh, it's their 2015 debut album called Return to the Moon. And it's a collaboration between uh, uh, Matt Berninger who's the lead singer, front man for The National, and Brent Knopf, who's uh, also, uh, you know, the leader from Ramona Falls and uh, Metamina, uh, those two bands. Uh, they actually met back in 2003 when they uh, did a gig together in Portland, Oregon. They became fast friends and chorus, continued to correspond one, to one another. Sent, or they would send, uh, you know, clips of, of uh, music and lyrics back and forth until, uh, you know, like say it came time, they decided, hey, let's do something together. Uh, and this uh, Return to the Moon is, uh, is represents that effort. They haven't done anything more since, but they, uh, I'm sure at some point in time, uh, hopefully we'll hear something new from Elvi. Uh, before that, we went back to 1976 and some straightforward Southern country rock by Leonard Skinner called Give Me Back My Bullets. Uh, it's off their fourth LP, also called Give Me Back My Bullets on MCA Records. The uh, album was originally supposed to be titled Ain't No Dowd About It, D-O-W-D, uh, as a tribute to their producer, Tom Dowd, uh, whom they idolized, but uh, I guess cooler heads at the record company went out and uh, the, the record went out as Give Me Back My Bullets. Um, you know, of course, uh, the song was written by Gary Rosington and, and Ronnie Van, Van Zant. and just a year later, um, most everybody knows the story about the chartered plane crash uh, killed uh, guitarist Steve Gaines and Ronnie Van Zant, the, the lead singer, as well as backup singer Cassie Gaines. Uh, after that, uh, another, the, uh, and there were several other members of the band that were injured. Uh, after a while passed, they decided to continue with the band, and they actually hired uh, Ronnie's brother, Johnny Van Zant, to take over the uh, vocals. So uh, the Leonard Skinner band uh, lives on. And to start off that set, we uh, kicked it off with Deluxe by Blush from their 1990 debut. Uh, it was an EP called Mad Love on 4AD Records. They also 
issued this later on as a kind of compilation of a bunch of the early EPs and singles that they put out in the, under the uh, album name Gala. Uh, they're one of the original bands uh, from the 80s and the start of the 90s uh, to be given this, you know, shoegazing musical la style label, uh, that, you know, shoegaze, uh, trip-hop kind of a thing. Uh, but they were they were one of the uh, uh, I guess leaders in in that type of music uh, during that period of time. Uh, unfortunately, the band disbanded in 1996. And there you have it. That's all we have for you this week. Hope you dug the, soon, the tunes that we put out there for you, for your audio consumption. And again, thanks to our neighborhood refuse engineers for their input into this week's random song encounters set list. We survived Hurricane Hillary again, like the Phoenix Rising, to bring you Episode 5, which we're calling In Tribute Hurricane Hillary Podcast. And we'll get back to you next week with our After Labor Day podcast again uh, next Wednesday. Until then, enjoy the rest of your week. Enjoy your Labor Day. And thanks for uh, joining in. And we hope to hear from you again next week. Bye for now.